This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Episode 78, submission 1397, The Hollywood Game. The Hollywood Game aired on CBS from June 19th to July 10th, 1992, for a total of six episodes, two of which went unaired. This is where the open of a show might go, but unfortunately, there's no complete introductions out there. So, I'll just give you my rendition of the open. Hooray for Hollywood! Da 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 Hollywood! Interesting you say that. They actually sampled the uh, Hooray for Hollywood in the theme music. If you could That's why hear I said it, that. If, if you could hear it over the, uh, over the, um, at uh, uh, audience. Thank you, Brain. Okay. Now, now, friends. You look at the amount of game shows that airs on any given summer over the last five years, and you would probably think that game shows in the summertime, a new phenomenon. Right? Nope. But no. 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 No, 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 no. No. Well, obviously, it's not a new phenomenon, because as we all know, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire debuted in the summer of 1999. Yep, and changed the, the game quite literally. Let's just say you won't see Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on this show, unless you count the Millionaire Ripoffs episode that we did earlier this year. Oh no, you're wrong, because we're going to cover the last season of Syndicated Millionaire, uh, I believe it's later this year when we cover shows that lasted one season too long. Oh, but yes. But enough about what I did in Vegas one summer. Let's go back to 1992, where it seems like we were at the pinnacle of 90s entertainment, or at least cross crossbreeding 80s and 90s entertainment to, I guess, be in that butter zone. Uh, what what came out that summer? A League of Their Own, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, Batman Returns. Yes. Well, now I gotta add something, Chico. Mm-hmm. You said they were talking about the only good thing about that last season of Millionaire was uh, that thing you did a couple summers ago. Excuse me. One of us was actually in the contestant pool. So, you know, I had my opportunity, but nope, let's cancel the show. We know you won't shut up about it. Disney no, would- that, there's uh, several other shows that are coming up, which are gonna, <laughs> can be filed under that as well. Dizzy was like, "No, we need to have a sh- we need to have a talk show with Tamron Hall in this yeah. spot." We, but even though we all know what kind of baggage she has, but anyway, so let's go back to 1992. CBS has a programming hole to fill. Why not fill it with a quick? Game centered around movies and television, hosted by, uh, well, who can we get on short notice? Oh, I know, the guy who used to host Wheel of Fortune for us. Yeah, who also would have been hosting around that time future installment Born Lucky. Mm-hmm. 
He even looks and sounds Hollywood. And of course, you know, or later later on in the decade, he would inherit the uh, post on Entertainment Tonight. Bob Goen is just perfect for the host's job on a on an, on a game show about entertainment. He's just perfect. Yes, it's like a marriage made in heaven. Yeah. So you have uh, the Hollywood game created by the Pasetta brothers in 1992 and it went to pilot that May with an Australian singer by the name of was it Peter Allen, Mike? Peter Allen. Yeah, Peter, Peter Allen. Peter Allen, yeah. And his name may come up in the future because Peter Allen, in addition to this, hosted another game show pilot in the early 90s, uh, hosting a pilot for Name That Tune. But we'll get to that a little bit later, I think. And actually, a musical about his life was made on Broadway a couple of years ago with Hugh Jackman in the role. Yeah, the Boy, the Boy from, from Oz. Oz. Yes. That was, a, that was a good musical. Hey, hey, if you have Wolverine in it, it's got to be good. Hugh Jackman's a great singer. Let me just tell you that right oh, now. Oh, yeah, the greatest showman. Classic. Mm-hmm. That 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 soundtrack was. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going. I'm going to quote. Uh, I believe it was either Space Force or Never Have I Ever. The movie sucked, but that soundtrack was straight fire. Hey, I could listen to Zendaya all day. Mm-hmm. Everybody could. Anyway, Peter Allen. He hosted the pilot. However, he died of AIDS-related throat cancer. One day before the show premiered, it's like he couldn't go on to the series because he was getting sicker and sicker. And the day before the show premiered, he died. It's really sad. So we get Bob going. He steps into the hosting role and just couldn't have done a better job, I think. Had the look, had the panache, had that swagger. And more important than that, he knew how to be the conduit. Oh, yes. So, how do you play the Hollywood game? Hmm. Well, the Hollywood game is played with nine topics, each one represented by a letter in the Hollywood sign, which is... uh, which is in the back of the stage. It's stage back, dead center, just the epicenter of the action there. And each letter had a topic. And those were the nine topics for the entire game. In the pilot, those were randomized. However, you had a choice in the actual game. The first round had two topics played with two questions each worth $100 and $200. By the way, you're playing in teams of two. In round two, you have three questions and three topics worth $200, $400, and $800. Round three, it's just like round two, except you have questions worth $500, $1,000, and 2000 Then you have... I guess the final round of regulation, the double feature round, where you are given the topic of two clips. 
And then you are to bet either all, half, or none of your current bank. And then you're shown the two clips and asked one question about it. And if you answer the question correctly and you have the most money at the end of the game, you win the game and go on to the fast picture round where you could win another $25,000. Yes, apparently CBS had all the money in the world to throw at this because both teams kept their bank at the end of the game. Whew. Unless they lost all of it in the in the final round. Yeah, unless they, yeah, there there is that. Now, the final round is called the fast picture round where you had to you and your partner had to identify nine movies from nine stills in a given subject. Such as Men in Uniform, Barbara Streisand films, Meryl Streep films, I believe, was one of the most exciting bonus rounds. But yeah, it is nine clips. Now, it's not 30 seconds, just like 30 seconds for both of them. It's 15 seconds for one player and 15 seconds for another. And what? after. Yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, complicated. It's like the first player gets their 15 seconds and has to start identifying films. And when the time, when the time goes double zeros, you stop where you are and your partner cannot see that film until, you know, they go back to the ones you passed on because you can pass if you're stuck. In fact, you probably should pass if you are stuck. That's just good life advice. And if you think about it, it's really no different than Fast Money on Family Feud. Except, yep. you know, obviously you get to play the same questions. But, yeah. So, yeah, 15 seconds to one person, 15 seconds to the other. Yeah, if only there was a movie that was titled Chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, oh, oh, God. I can imagine Greg on the Hollywood game. Chair. Chair. Horse. Horse. Gorilla. Hey guys. Guys, do you want to hear a joke? Uh do you know what my favorite Tears for Fears album is? The chair. Songs from the big chair. (laughs) Oh god. Uh, Why am I laughing? Oh jeez, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to stay I'm trying to stay on I'm trying to stay on on point here. Okay. Okay. Trying is a key word. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So once your clock goes double zeros, you have to stop. You could not give your partner that same that same film. Your partner started from the next film and then had to come back to the ones that were passed or skipped or whatever or what have you and had to identify those films in the 15 seconds. And it was basically like basketball. It's like you start on a title and the clock hits double zeros, you are allowed to finish it. In fact... Um, again, from that episode, from the finale, 
that's exactly how they won the 25,000. And this isn't winners augmented to 25,000. It is 25,000 in addition to what you won in the main game. Because like I said before, CBS apparently had money to burn in the, 19, in the early 1990s. This is the same network that put The Flash uh, up against Bill Cosby and Bart Simpson. They had money to burn! Future installment, The Flash 1990. Thank you. <laughs> Who was recently on the Crisis in, on Infinite Earths crossover on the CW. Seen it! <laughs> The bonus game, if you think about it, really is very similar to what Couch Potatoes did just with movies. They showed you a still from a movie, and you got to be really good at it. I'm going to be honest, because, you know, as Chico said, one of the bonus rounds was Meryl Streep films, and I think on the pilot it was Dustin Hoffman films. And, I mean, some of the photos you can recognize, like for Dustin Hoffman, you know which one was from The Graduate. And you knew which one was from Tootsie. But then it's like, okay, how do you necessarily know which one is from Papillon? Just a sort of saying. So, yeah, they, they were really good players. Um, uh, I wonder if one of the big issues, besides, as Chico said, the whole basically handing out money issue is also the, the cost of the rights for the movies and the images. Because they showed clips, and uh, unless they kept it all within the CBS family, which I highly doubt. Well, Mike, just to note that CBS at the time didn't own Paramount Pictures through Viacom. Because you got to remember, in 1992, they wouldn't have even been bought out by Westinghouse yet until around 94 or 95. And uh, Paramount Pictures didn't get bought by Viacom until 94, considering at the time Paramount was stolen by Gulf and Western. Yeah, and aside from that, something they did like in the last two minutes of the show was basically show previews of all of the movies that were coming out that week. Because this was, this was a Friday night show. Yeah, and, and when do all the movies open? Friday. Friday, yeah. So, so I guess the idea was you watch the show at, I think it was at 8 o'clock, and then at 8.30, you run out to the movie, you run out to the, uh, I, guess the I guess they were up to three screens at the time, and, and see what was coming out. Yeah, we didn't have any one-screen theaters. That was gone by the time that Unsolved Mysteries episode came out. I remember that episode I, like I, it was three I, days ago. I'm sure the Johnson family purchased a multiplex thanks to the Magic Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Never doubt the Magic Rock. Nope. <clears throat> oh my gosh. But yeah, in fact, one of my I love that one of the movies and one of the movie posters in the background is the movie Toy Soldiers featuring. You know, I think you should all be nicer to Will Wheaton. The way I treat my colleagues... Wait, what? I said you ought to be nicer to Will Wheaton. You mean Will Wheaton? Yes, Will Wheaton. Why are you saying it like that? Well, I'm just saying you should be nicer to Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton seems like a nice guy. Say wheat. Wheat. Now, say Will Wheaton. 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 Hey, did you hook up with Whoopi Goldberg on the show? All the time. 
So, the Hollywood game, you know what? We've talked about the game. We've talked about the host. One thing we have not talked about was the set. Oh, it's it, great. It, it was classic Hollywood. You had the Hollywood sign. Oh. You had the, the big video wall. Right right behind uh, Bob Goen, you had a picture. You had the pictures of the... Uh, the movie posters, as the I mentioned, with toys, as I yeah, mentioned, with toys, right. as I mentioned with toy soldiers. Yeah, you had all the movies that were coming out at the time. You had like your Batman Returns. You had your Honey, I Brew Up the Kid. League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Yes. One other thing we should mention is the announcer of the Hollywood Game. Oh yeah, uh, the first, unknown. Uh, yeah, relatively unknown at the time. The first show that one John Kramer announced. And if, you don't know who, and if you don't know who John Kramer is, man, watch like any TV show from like the last, gosh, 25 years at this point. What hasn't he done? He did Weakest Link. He's done Pyramid. He does Right Now Funny You Should Ask. You know the voice. He did, yeah. the, uh, he did previous installment, the 21 revival from 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he he is, dare I say, the voice of the last 25 years, but he's definitely one of the big voices of the last 25 years. He's definitely, oh, wait a minute. He also was the announcer on Comics Unleashed. Yep, he he was basically, John Kramer's basically the in-house announcer for uh, Byron Allen's entertainmentstudios.com plan. Yeah, eventually Byron Allen will own us all. Yeah. He doesn't own everything right now. Well, no, he's not, almost, he almost owns every, everything. Okay. He 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 owns he owns the booth uh, for uh, the newlywed dating hour back in nineteen ninety six ninety seven, which may or may not be. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna put it on the list. I don't. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna put it on that. Wait, he he owns the booth. Yeah, he was the announcer for the newlywed dating hour. Oh, I thought you were talking about Byron Allen. It's like... No. Okay. Oh, I was talking about John Kramer. Yeah, I got that now. Yeah, I thought you were talking about... Wait, Byron Allen? But yeah, so, I, do remember, I do remember John Kramer on Dating Game, New Wheel Game mm-hmm. at that time. So, uh, what ha- so we had a really good host. We had a glitzy set. The game wasn't much to be desired, so no. what could I and and it was gone after four episodes, so what happened? I don't know. It's just game shows back then in the summer were like in prime time no less. It was like I mean we talked about Super Jeopardy back in j- early January about how how unusual it was to watch a ga- like a primetime game show in the summer back in 1990. And this is like two years later. Yeah, and let's remember that game shows were really on the downswing in 1992. So maybe a little case of bad timing because, I mean, what game shows would have been on the air in 1992? Not in well, uh, I, 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 well, besides the obvious, uh, Price is Right and Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud. Yeah, Family Feud. Family Feud on CBS and daytime in syndication. And then you had classic concentration reruns. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar's Challenge wouldn't be for another year. 
Right. Right. So yeah, there just was it was like a, a dearth of, of game shows. Yeah, it's like the whole game show environment would be re- relegated to cable ads or syndication. Yeah. So that may be a reason why it, it died, just because game shows were on the uh, the, the downturn at that point. Uh, but also, let's remember Friday night. Not really the best night for television, uh, unless you're doing TGIF. Oh, there might be another reason why it died. TGIF. TGIF. Right Uh there. Even even in the summer, America wants their Urkel. Damn right. Right. No no joke. But uh, also, again, Friday night is typically movie night. And I'm sorry, a, a game show about movies... I get it, but the thing is, usually when I go see a movie, not that I go out to see movies all that often, but I usually go to like the 7.30 show or the 8 o'clock show. I don't wait till like 9.30 or 10 o'clock and say, hey, I'm going to go to the late night showing of, you know, whatever, Boomerang or whatever would have been out at that time. Yeah. Uh, White men can't jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we would still be, what, um, 10, 15 years away from regularly scheduling midnight shows on Fridays and Saturdays? Something like that. Yeah, in that range, yeah. Like, I don't remember the midnight movie showings being like a thing until like late 2000s. Yeah, I think the I think the very first midnight show I remember going to was the original Sam Raimi Spider Man. That was O two. Yeah, so there you go. Okay. See, I was even thinking. Well, yeah, it would have been sometime in the two thousands, but uh, I, I just remember my sister going to every Harry Potter movie at midnight. That would also have. Actually, that would have begun in oh one, if I'm not mistaken. Harry Potter and the uh, Harry Potter and the Philosophers, the Sorcerer's Stone. Sorcerer's Stone, because I went, he, I went all British there for a second. Brit- sorry, in Britain for some it, some reasons, the Philosopher's Stone. In America, we just said, you know what, Sorcerer, that's fine. Was that Francesca there? Sorcerer, Sorcerer, yeah, Sorcerer. Yeah. Eh, who cares about the title? Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone. Get lost, will ya? <laughs> That's Mike Francesa if he was a Warner Brothers executive around 2001. There you go. So, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. So, so. So, so. <laughs> You need you need to have a whole you need to have more than one film you need to have a whole series you need to have at least seven you gotta have everybody come back for each one of them and and not only that but I think in, in this bonus round fellas you gotta have like nine pictures of movies with horses you gotta have like your natural velvet and your and your hair yeah. secretariat Secret, oh yeah secretariat of course you know I met secretariat. <laughs> Did you know I met Secretariat Mike? Uh, so I've heard. Oh, I got I got an even better one. Oh, round. Are you ready? Okay. I'm, afra- I'm afraid is what I am. Nine mo- nine movies of stills of movies with gorillas. Mighty Joe Young, 
King, King Kong. Kong. King Kong. Planet of the Apes. Return to the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> King, Kong, of, King Kong. Out of 19- the Planet of the Apes. King, King Kong 1976. Yeah, King Kong 2005 with Jack Black. So, uh, whoever requested the Hollywood game, I hope you're enjoying this. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, it, it was... It, uh, yeah, uh, everybody likes movies. Everybody likes TV. Everybody loved Bob Gowen. He still has a career on the oh, radio, yeah. but it's a career. He's on the radio now? He, yeah, he's in Cincinnati, or, or at least he was. Oh. Yeah. And uh, for, four, for four lovely weeks during the summer of 1992... He took us to the movies and took us to television. It could have worked, but at the end of the day, it was just a thing on TV. Boy, was it ever. It was a footnote in history. Uh, It was a footnote in Bob Gowen and John Kramer's career. And the Facetta brothers. We can't forget about those Facetta brothers. They were ahead of their time with catchphrase, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, Marty Pacetta Bros. catchphrase, so he's not a bum by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, no. Well, not not he's big in England. He also did did a lot of award shows. God bless that, man. Yeah, he's no longer with us, sadly. But unless you think that this is all we have time for, hey, guess what I got? Oh, no. Oh, yeah! It's eBay Prices Right Time, son! Okay, so so what what am I bidding on? Okay, now Greg, I showed this to Mike earlier. Yeah, I saw this previously, so I'm declaring myself ineligible. Yeah. So you are bidding on three original audience tickets to the Hollywood game. Okay. It's the Hollywood game, a new movie trivia game show hosted by Bob Cohen, cash door prizes from CBS Television Network, Pacetta Productions, Rastar Productions, from the now historic Studio 33. Okay. Revalidated parking and early arrival is advised. These are three tickets. These are these are June 6th, two shows, and June 7th, one show. They did okay. they, they that was quick tu- those are quick turnaround. That's a yeah. quick turnaround. Well remember the movies have to be like they have to be current with the movies that are coming out. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so good on them for that. Okay. Okay. Mike's going to put thirty seconds on the clock. Okay. And we're gonna play ding. the clock. Okay. Okay. Ding. Ding. Okay. Oh, first, ding. It has to be given my first bit, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The clock will not start until your first bit. Okay. Forty nine ninety nine. Lower. Thirty nine ninety nine. Lower. Twenty nine ninety nine. Lower. Nineteen ninety nine. Lower. Nine ninety nine. Higher. 
1499. Lower. 1299. Higher. 1399. Lower. 1350. Lower. $13. Stop the clock. 22 seconds. Nice. So, yeah, uh, $13 for three tickets to a very forgettable quiz show from 1992. You bet those will be going in our museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, next to, uh, right next to the 364 store sign. Over my dead body. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not, not over your dead body. Open all night. Open all night? Open, open all, all night. night. Open all night. No, we did that close already. No. 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 I forbid you. No. All right. Fine, fine, fine. Well, how about we just uh, plug the web, plug the website, which doesn't have any movies on it, but it does have uh, all of our social media feeds at itwasathingontv.com. It also yes. has all of the it also has all of the episodes we've done over 80 of them right now. And of course every Wednesday two episodes from our previous week's shows go up on the Place to Be Nation pop feed and of course we have our episodes from last week Video Power and Xavier Renegade Angel. And by the way folks, there is a bonus segment in the Xavier Renegade Angel episode. Mm-hmm. We know you can't wait to see that. Oh, yeah. You can't uh-huh. wait to. Yeah, because you really want to listen to all, <laughs> all of it. What was it? An hour and 36 minutes. It clocked it, it in. It was a long time. I yeah. still have not finished listening to it. Oh, yeah, because it was so great. It was very great. It was like, Greg, that was your magnum opus. Oh, man. I mean, can you, I still, I'm still in shock over... The episode with Xavier and the missing babies. Oh, jeez. Uh, that, uh, inc- okay. that was an incredible episode, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, and before you go any further with it, because I know you will, let me just uh, remind everybody out there, if you like what you're listening to, uh, remember, like and subscribe, rate and review, and don't forget to share. Why, Why Mike? I've lost the will to live after hearing that about Xavier Renegade. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, so, so, so that's exactly it. I've lost the will to live after talking about Xavier Renegade Angel, so don't share because really at this point, I don't care. Oh. As always, sharing is caring. Yes. Uh, next week, oh, man, I've been looking forward to this show. I think so, all of us have been looking forward to, uh, well, not just uh, one show. I think both. Sh- well, actually, I shouldn't say both shows because we're going to do three shows next week. We're going to do two. Are you kidding shows. me? No, oh. we're going to do two regular shows, and then we're going to do a mini-sode, uh, which we'll do from time to time, uh, maybe like a 10 to 15-minute installment, uh, just because there's not much to talk about or not much to, to break down, but... Uh, so three shows, uh, two regular and one mini-sode, that'll be coming your way next week. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that. And the first subject, oh, my God. This is, this is one all three of us have been waiting for because we, we, we made a discovery how long ago? Uh, would you say it was back around um, 
January, well, that's January or February. I made a discovery on one episode. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we were doing something with one of the episodes, and uh, and Greg made a discovery, and um, and we said we've got to cover this. No, no, there's no doubt we need to cover this like as soon as possible, and so um, and it is related to a subject from one of our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. It is, yes, 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 yes. Someone who we hold very near and dear to our hearts. Yes. Uh, Somebody who we're working on getting the wax sculpture for for the museum. Oh, jeez. Just telegraph it, why don't you? But that's uh, coming up next week. Uh, as always, thank you very much for your patronage. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next week with, not two, three new installments of It Was a Thing on TV. Give me a roar, Greg. Row! If you enjoyed the scenes you watched tonight, you can see them in theaters or on network syndication and cable TV or get them at your local video rental store.